What up, fold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Well, well, well. My, my, my. Well, well, well. Let's take a ride. What up, everybody? I know you haven't heard from us from a while, so I uh, just wanted to let you know what was going on. So I bought a house. Moved in, a bunch of stuff. GV and I are all settled in this new place. Uh, and Neil had a baby. And so, yeah, so what we got for you today is uh, mostly stuff that's uh, side conversations that we had from other podcasts and uh, stuff that we hadn't quite released yet and wasn't sure what we could do with it. And so we figured we'd just make this a little bit of a bonus episode. We are planning on recording next week. And thanks to uh, Elisa, shout out to Elisa for helping showing me how to use Instagram. So that way the poll will actually work this time. So um, you can find us on Instagram at at Among Wolves Pod or Facebook at Among Wolves Pod, or you can visit us on our website. It's awpodcast.fireside.fm. Enjoy these tidbits. Take it easy. Obviously, the text conversation with Terry was super fun today. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if, uh, yeah, at first she's like, well, everybody knows who I am now. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> so, and everybody knows about her trampoline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, oh. another, uh, some, what I, do you know Alicia, Alicia Norman? Uh, no. Oh. Well, she wanted to know. Are you we... kidding? I see. <laughs> You've seen me with her like oh, yeah. 400 times. <laughs> I forget these things because I'm old. <laughs> I don't remember where where people's paths cross anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, but like at her at your house. That's like, true. There's a picture of me, her, and the other four godparents. That's of true your too. Children. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at this. Um. Anyway, she 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 was like, it's 47 minutes. She listens to the first episode, <laughs> and, and she's like, can you make it any shorter? I'm like, I don't think I want to do that because our most popular episodes are two hour long episode. That oh, has I was the, gonna say it has the most downloads. Want- she didn't want to listen to it because it was so long. Yeah, no, she did listen to the whole thing. She listened to the whole first episode, but she was like, "It's really long." And I was like, "No, that's kind of the idea for us is that because if it's longer, the longer it is, the um, people can listen to it through their week as they're driving or whatever." Yeah, yeah. But she was like, "For one sitting," I'm like, "People don't don't listen for one sitting." But she's like, "I listen for one sitting," and she's like, "I was like, oh okay." And apparently, Terry does for the most part. Seems like. It depends on what your day is. I got like, you. like when, like especially this week, I've been working in the warehouse every day because uh, Mike's off, mm-hmm. and so I'm noticing that towards the end of the day, my headphones, which are wireless, are like twenty percent, almost dead. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that never happens. Now that I got the newer ones that last longer, it's because I'm listening to it like straight because I'm just working back there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I listened to, I don't know, seven podcasts or something today. Nice. That's awesome. Depending on how long they were. Right. That's great. I got through a bunch of podcasts while packing. Um, but oh, yeah. You would do that. Yeah. But I don't think I got through seven. I may maybe four or five at the most. Let but me that's think. a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I did nine, but a lot of them were short. Oh, okay. There's um, um, what's it called? There's a new one I just found. 
there's these guys and they there's these two Australian guys they have one called Waiting for Doom it's a podcast about uh, the Doom Patrol which is a comic book um, team that came out in the 60s they just made a TV show about it on uh, the DC Universe app but for a period of time there was no Doom Patrol comic so they said well we're going to put this podcast out there while we're waiting till the next Doom Patrol comic comes out and we'll just review older Doom Patrol comics because they had a series in the 60s and in the 70s they did in um and in the 90s and everything and they have uh this one series in their series that's about uh, uh events like the big DC events and stuff I don't know if you know about the events very much. Not much, no. I just know primarily just characters. Okay. Well, they, what they do is they have these events that are like these, you know, um, you know, like these crises and stuff right. like that, that. I know they, of them, but I don't know the details. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that. Well, then this would be good for you because you don't know anything, and then they'll explain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because w- what I end up because. <sighs> Yeah, as a kid, whenever picking up comic books and stuff like that, I could like go out maybe once every six months or something and actually buy something other than just looking at the store. So I, I was never the kid to – or maybe once a year. I was never the kid to be able to like go out and, and buy them as they're released and buy multiple right. issues and stuff like that. So so it would be sporadically I'd pick up a comic book. you know. Right, right. And, and actually, back in the day, that was the way to do it. Right. Or that's the way most people did it. Right. You know, so a lot of Unless people... it became like a serious hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And even back in the day, it was hard to do that because you used to have to buy them on the newsstands and yep. the distribution to the newsstands where it's a little spotty. Right. So there are people from like the 70s and 80s and stuff who will have like their Justice League run will have like these little holes in it because that's the week that that 7-Eleven or whatever didn't have it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but it was still, so when I would pick it up, like I would, I would end up getting the, the feel of characters versus the, the whole story. I'd never be able to finish a story, you know, cause they're, you know, several issues long or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that, especially later, you know, if you, you know, by the time you were reading, they would be mostly continuous stories. Right. So, um, Oh, another criticism we got was that our banter, like when we're just talking about stuff, some people mm-hmm. are like that that takes too long and they want to get to the meat of the theology stuff. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, that was the other well, piece. Well, I, I, I feel like sometimes we go too long because also we're, we're also catching up with ourselves. Yeah, we are. Because so, <laughs> this, this is us just talking too because yeah, know, we so, are friends. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Maybe we could cut some of the early banter out maybe. Right. That's my thought is is being more deliberate about what I'm editing out, what I'm leaving in. Yeah. So, so editing. Because I was thinking about some of that stuff and I'm like, wow, you really left 20 minutes of us talking about TV shows. Yeah, I did. Oh. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe we could keep some banter in. Hey, did you like the Simpsons sound effects throughout the whole thing? You know what? I didn't. Well, okay. First, I didn't listen to the whole episode. Oh, okay, but gotcha. like, I listened to like a few minutes, fast forward a little, listen a little bit more, uh, fast forward a little. And I'm like, I didn't hear any Simpsons. This is pissing me off. Oh, yeah. There's tons of Simpsons in it. So. Oh, the, really? Yeah. The first time when it, it I happens. that much? <laughs> well, it's not all just your cussing. So the first time it happens is um, you get up to go check on Robert. 
And so I put in the kind of like the Simpsons um, uh, opening sequence where, you know, they're all getting into the couch and have that music or whatever that is opening uh-huh. the show. And um, and then again, whenever there was just a natural transition and I transitioned it into your reading of the episode brought to you by refrigerators. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so there's that transition there and then the transition back out. Um, and then anytime that you would curse, it would be um, – I think I did the Sims. I did Homer saying "do." So, so every, every time you would curse, it was "do." <laughs> so it was fun. I had tons of fun editing it anyway. Yeah, but it did. It did take that's, some time. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I think I'm really enjoying that piece of it. Is taking something specific from a TV show, from an older show, or something like that, and then incorporating that in. So what I did with the Steubenville one um, was when we transitioned between days. It was a transformer sound. The oh, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. So I thought that was fun. And so I, I, the only problem is, is I'm going to run out of ideas really quickly and I got to figure out what I want to do. Oh, there have been tons of that. shows, but I don't know. We made a Simpsons reference, so it made sense to, you know, put oh, the Simpsons well, maybe in there. We, we figure it out as it goes. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see so how it goes. So do we want to try to do. Uh, I don't know, find a way to start or something after our banter and then have a little bit of banter or... No, because whenever we get into the topic, it's really easy to cut from there. It's really easy to edit. Um, I think the banter at the beginning, for us, it just kind of gets us used to having the microphone and the earpiece in and talking on a video, which is kind of awkward sometimes. Right. So uh, I think the banter part is more for us anyway, just getting us getting us like going. Getting up. Us- yeah, getting us warmed up. Exactly. So speaking of which, um, your ad for the youth rally is going to come out this weekend at the at the Dyson Conference, which you are signed up for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm planning on going. Okay, I wasn't sure if you're going. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to go um, tomorrow. Uh-huh. Hey, is it true you're going to be the MC? I am the MC, yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, the English MC. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get to write any of my parts, so it's kind of lame. Although, if you do show up on Friday, it could very well be a drinking game. I read through the script, and uh-huh. every single – like, we say united in Christ so many times that it should be a drinking game. Like, every single time we say united in Christ, take a drink or something like that. Yeah, but so, that, if it's too much, then it doesn't work. Then everybody's drunk, right. Yeah. So, I think I'm going to try to, if they'll let me, incorporate something where every when I say united in Christ, everybody says something or does something um, to try to get that uh, kind of lighthearted MC type feel because we don't have any lightheartedness about our MCing. It's very bland. Oh. So, well, you got me to do the wrong one. Yeah. No, you you want to do the fun one because I don't give you a script. It's it's all basically unscripted. You guys create what you want. Oh, um, you mean I have to? If I were to do this, the the diocesan one, you have to follow the script pretty hard. Oh yeah, I have specific things that I have to say. Well, no, there's a difference between specific things you no, have to like, say. It's literally scripted out because not I have to say it, and then the other MC who's in Spanish has to repeat it in Spanish. Oh, I was gonna say, but I am, uh, I am, I'm hoping to go. I, I'm planning on going on Saturday, and um, and planning on going on Friday. Cool. But Friday's a little wishy. When's it start? Seven? Not Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so no, on Friday. Hold on, let me pull up the actual schedule. I got to be there too, and the bonus Wait. session is it starts at two thirty. Yeah, yeah, they got all that stuff, but then there's like 
This big honk of. Hold on. Let me pull up the schedule again. Henry Joseph. What do you think about the name Henry? I have a, a really good friend whose name is Henry. Maybe. Uh, it's Protestant. Oh, that's Henry VIII. It. <laughs> yeah, screw that. Well, Henry the Seventh was Catholic. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and oh, one through six. <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah, uh, seven o'clock does open up registration and stuff like that on Saturday. Oh no, that's Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, seven o'clock. No, five o'clock. Five o'clock. So seven o'clock opening is the opening um, celebration, but registration, so actual check-in begins at five o'clock to give you time to do all your stuff. Okay. Well, we'll see how my day goes yeah. at work. How's Lisa feeling? She looks pretty good. Yeah. She's due on the 18th, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's got a couple of weeks left. Is she going to, you think, uh, does she think she's going to make it all the way? Because you did it with Robert, right? No, no. Actually, tomorrow is the day that Robert. So if In we gestational don't have the, time. If we don't have the baby by Saturday, she'll be more pregnant now than ever. Yeah. That's always a cool experience. Like with GV, each one of the pregnancies was just a little bit longer. Well, when you start off so short, it's not—it's not a hard yeah. hurdle to clear. Yeah, yeah that's true. But she, she got yeah. to thirty-five weeks, and it's like, well, that's pretty. Yeah, we, we, thirty-three was was Joel, and then and 34. thirty. No, no, thirty was Joel, and then thirty. Oh my God. Thirty-three and six was Isaac. Right. And it then, was thirty-four when she said, "This is the most ever." Right, 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 and then and then Gemma was thirty-six, I think. And change maybe maybe she was more than that maybe she was thirty eight I don't know I think she was thirty eight yeah yeah because Gemma was basically full term so yeah Robert was thirty eight in two days or something so yeah. yeah and that's all and that's so close to the actual due date that it you know because their um the, the their timing's not always super accurate that it could be the actual due date, you know, like a lot of times their timing is off. It's really funny because like um, you talk with Craig and, and Sharon Ann and because they've had so many kids and they're so proficient in uh, NFP, like they know by the date of how wrong the doctor is or, or how correct the doctor is. Because mm. <laughs> so, wow. uh, um because NFP is is you know more accurate than um, obviously because they know exactly when they ovulated and when they had sex. So. Yeah, but our, but is the baby that accurate? Right. Yeah. So. You know, because some babies don't come that day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, the babies should, like like poor my tape. Oh yeah, she was like forty five weeks. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. <laughs> So, uh, let's see here. All right. All right. Um, well, let's start for real. So, yeah, hold on. Let me let me go fill this up before we jump into more stuff because um, all right, cool. I barely have any more. Is it Shimei or Chimei? I say Shimei. Shimei. That's what I keep hearing people say, but I'm, I'm so not used to that. I'll be right back. Okay. Because it's Belgian. And now, a Neil commercial. This episode of Among Wolves is brought to you by Water. Water. It's so refreshing. It is almost like we can't live without it. You know, it's a hot day. What do you need? Water. If we're going in the pool, what do you need? Water. You better, or else it's going to suck when you dive in. <laughs> but seriously. Ice. What do you need? Water. And a freezer. That was our other ad, was refrigerators. Most of them have freezers. 
So, That's remember, fine. water, everybody. I like to call this section our nerd tangent. Right. But also, like, because of the prequels and they're supposed to be clones, when does that stop? See, that's the thing. As far as I know, that they do stop it around the time that the the original movies take place. Okay. So, at the original Star Wars time, it's no longer just clones. It's now, like, an army recruiting, like, a regular one. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then I think what they did in the Rebels cartoon series, which is supposed to take place, you know, a couple years before Star Wars, during the Imperial years, is they had some of the original clones and they were pretty old dudes or something. And they're like the last clones left or something. Gotcha. But but that's, yeah, that's that's what I know so far. Cool. But, you know, they change that stuff all the time. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's called retconning. Yes. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I, I'm the king of knowing retcons. I'll tell you, like. So you do know. you think? Do you think because of the um, the krill and the um, no, not the krill. No, what's the um, what's the shapeshifters of scree scree? What no? Of uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> what, what's the, what's the first name of the? You were, first, you were trying to say the Cree. Cree. And not krill. Krill's what whales eat. <laughs> no, I was wrong. Like, like in Finding Nemo, where they're like, don't worry, whales eat krill. Oh, look, look at all oh, that look, krill. krill. <laughs> um, no, it's, um, what's it called? It's, uh, it, they're, they're scrolls. Scrolls. Scrolls are go. shapeshifters. They're from the Fantastic Four. So now, do you think um, that they're going to use this? Because, I mean, they clearly, like, at uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming or whatever, not Homecoming, Far From Home. Far From Home. They clearly, like, were, were uh, spoiler alert, they clearly were sh- saying that some of the people that you've seen in films could be scrolls. So do you think they're going to retcon a lot of the stuff, like, the people who are dead, perhaps, um, that... Could have been scrolls. Correct. Like Loki, they, for example. They can. Um, yeah, you're right. Because they did something called Secret Invasion, which was a, a Marvel event crossover. And uh, about, I don't know, it's probably about 10 years ago or something. And one of the things they had was you don't know who's a scroll because all these scrolls have infiltrated. And then I think what they did at that is said, oh... Um, do you remember on how the Scarlet Witch has acted real funny for the last few months? Oh, she's a scroll. And gotcha. maybe it's just that the writer went somewhere that they didn't like and they say, right. I just make her a scroll and that erases everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's actually why they did it or whatever, but yeah, you can do something like that because that was the right. point that certain people have been scrolls for five years or something. And now, um now, the bigger question is, retconning works for comic books. Yes. Do you think it'll work on the big screen it'll, at that that size of a audience? Well, eh, I would say mostly no as much because – well, I mean, we've done retconning before, but that's usually eh, – no, it's mostly in a reboot because it's right. like we watch Spider-Man. Then we watch the Amazing Spider-Man. Then we watch the Far From Home. You know the the right. the Civil War Spider-Man, and it's a different Spider-Man each time. So, you know that way made it you know a different. It's not really retconning. It's more re- right. rebooting. But 
I think the main reason they do a lot of that stuff in comic books is because a period of time has passed by so far. Right. You know, and sometimes they'll just like to update things or stuff like that uh, where, you know, like I watched on, like we were talking about The Simpsons before, you know, if you watch The Simpsons since the beginning, Marge and Homer met in the 70s and they went to the prom with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road and all that stuff. But then I remember watching it in the late 2000s. And they said, oh, yeah, Marge and I got together in the early 90s, and I had a, a, um, a grunge band and stuff. And you're like, that's <laughs> no, not you how didn't. it happened. But then you're <laughs> I saw like. those episodes. Oh, wait, this show's 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then you're sitting there and saying, oh, I guess you have to update it a little because. Right. I mean, it's 2009, so if Bart's 10 years old. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Because, I mean, when The Simpsons came out, Bart was my age, and I'm 40 now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have realized that because when The Simpsons came out, I, you know, saw my dad and said, God, look at these similarities to Homer, and I'm like Bart. And then I realized at one point in time, I was more like Homer, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm getting old. And then now I look at my dad, and he's more like Grandpa Abe Simpson, and I'm like, oh, man. So soon I'm look at Robert, think he's Bart. <laughs> yep, yep. But that's great. yeah, with retcons, I don't know if they would do it so much in the in the movies and stuff. But in the big screen. I, yeah, but I mean, when you do have something like a scroll, it's technically not like retconning. No, no. But I, I think I think they alluded to that. I think they gave writers the option. Yeah, you could do something like that. Like if somebody wanted to come back or. Or something like that. You could have said, oh, it was a scroll. And exactly. this person's really being gone or something. You mm-hmm. know, they've done that with, like, clones and stuff and right, things right. like that in comic books or whatever. They had and that I, with, like, Batman. I could foresee them doing that with people like um, like Loki, for example, because he was such a beloved character. And then, um, uh, what's it called? Um Valkyrie as well, because Valkyrie had uh, that just that one film um, that – Went over so well. No, wait. Val- is Valkyrie alive? Yeah, Valkyrie's alive. Okay, I forget. Are you I thought about... for some. No, I thought she was dead. No, she's alive. She uh, Thor let her be in charge of New Asgard when yeah, he went away with right. the Guardians. That's right. Yeah. So well, what about like um? But like you could Vision. also use time travel with with uh, with uh, with Loki because if you notice in the past he got the Tesseract, so you can have past Loki come to the future or come to the present that's true and then he would have none of the um dark world slash ragnarok adventures and because i mean that the gamora as far as i know the regular gamora is still dead and you have past gamora in the present right who might still be alive so if you have guardians 3 you might have past gamora i think you will yeah you know, and then you might, so you may never bring back your, you know, your soul-stoned Gamora and maybe Black Widow or even right. dead Loki. And then you have past Loki and past Gamora come to That's the present, true. which is really That's the future because they're still five years ahead of us. Yeah. <clears throat> So, but that's a way around it and sit there and say, right. hey, you love Tom Hiddleston? Well, here he is. Here he is After again. Because right. the end of the Loki, because they're going to have a show on um, Disney Plus. 
Yeah. So at the end of that, you know, he might have these adventures through time and space and then, and then it's like, um, what's it called? Um, um, at the end it might be like, Oh, where am I now? And it's the Asgardians of the galaxy kind of thing or whatever, or Thor four or, you know, so it could be the Guardians of the Galaxy three or four, Thor four or whatever, and just put them back in it. Gotcha. And you yeah. have options. I think they, I think they purposely did that, give themselves a bunch of options. Then, yeah, that makes sense. That's smart. They want to, they want to drag this out as long as they can, get as much money out of it as they can. Yeah, and and it's yeah. and it's weirder, and it's a little tougher too, because like you're saying, you're dealing with with um, live action, so right. it's harder to... and a wider audience, like like. Comic books, even though it reaches a wide audience, is still pretty no. niche. Like, oh, it's very niche now. It's not like back in the day. Like, mm-hmm. if it was the '60s or something, you have a huge audience now. It's very yeah. niche. But yeah. now with these movies, it's a gigantic audience. So, right. but they're also live action people. So you can't have, as you see, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man died. So if you have another Iron Man, it won't be Tony Stark. Right. So it's unlike James Bond, who they recast James Bond, and he's supposed to be the same person until Daniel Craig. So, like, the first five James Bonds were all supposed to be the same person. Yeah. And then Daniel Craig were like, oh, we just give this number out to people. Oh, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was the fact that they rebooted. He was supposed to be a brand new James Bond. Like, oh, really? You know, James Bond was brand new. So, it wasn't just assigning the number. I thought they were just assigning the number when it got to Daniel Craig. No. What it was is they were showing him just becoming a double O. So, it was supposed to be like, this is how... So, he's not like the regular James Bond to like the end of... Or to like Skyfall. Somewhere okay. around there. But but that's the idea. So, it's... So, it, you know, the Marvel movies are going to be more like soap operas. Because soap operas right. are a continuous thing in time mm-hmm. that people age. So, Susan Lucci played Erica Kane on All My Children. And when she was a teenager in the 70s... And then she's in her 60s or 70s. You know, she's in her late 60s now. I don't know. The show's not on anymore. But, you know, you're watching her age for like 40 years or something like that. And the story continues. And there's no need for retconning because the fact is you just keep adding on time. Right. You know, where comic books and stuff like that retcon because the fact is, you know, Iron Man can't be 80 years old. He needs to stay like in his 30s or maybe to 40s and then mm-hmm. sometimes like dc does it more where it's like oh well batman's like 35 and then it's like okay let's do a uh, crisis of infinite earth we're going to reboot stuff or soft reboot or whatever and now he's 25 or 30 right you know right. i call this getting meta about the podcast yeah you know, what are we supposed to be talking about today? oh yeah sorry um <laughs> I know we're gonna have to edit some of this stuff out, but oh yeah, I'll have to because especially whenever we get that that whole like, hey, you guys should uh, banter a little bit less and get to the point more. Yeah, um, but we can save that banter for other stuff. We'll call them bonus episodes and put them out after the baby's born. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh. It's like, do you like Among Wolves? Okay. Well, do you well, like Among Wolves? Talking about bonus content. Well, yeah, you're supposed to do my comic book reviews. I got another one for later too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, that's gonna be good because uh, we have a couple of things that you talked about with comics that I, that almost can be almost a full episode. Oh, cool. Uh, about yeah. Or if you want to do this, you know, you can add this in later too. Or um, 
we could do some um, like thirty minute little chunks or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would end up being. Is the the comic book stuff? We could almost put it together to where it's a thirty minute montage. Or so, yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Or if I have enough little ones, you just throw them in. Like, right. oh, oh, here's between episodes. You can call it episode seven point five. Right. <laughs> yeah. The problem would be was just to get it, getting around to editing it because. <laughs> That's where all, that's where always the issue comes in is getting around to editing. Oh, because you know time. No, I understand. Don't yeah. worry, you got nothing going on this weekend. I know. I don't do anything most of the time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all waited for—the segment that we're calling Neil's Comic Corner where Neil explains to us comic books. Enjoy. So the original seven members have been Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, and Martian Manhunter. And then they add other people like um, Green Arrow, Adam, Hawkman, Black Canary, you know, stuff like that. And 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 then it got to a bigger team. And then in the mid-80s, they said, oh, we're going to get rid of all the main guys and have all these, you know, also ran kind of smaller characters. So in like 1984... You had like Martian Manhunter, and then you had like Elongated Man and Zatanna and Vibe, who you know from the TV show, and yeah. this yeah. other guy, Steel. Oh, who's kind of like the guy from Legends of Tomorrow. And Vixen, also from Legends of Tomorrow. And Gypsy, who was a girl who turned invisible. You know, and all these characters like that. And then it's like, who are these people? And that was the Justice League Detroit League. Because that was from <clears throat> that's because they were in Detroit, and then that league lost. They used a real city. Yeah, they used a real city in that. Interesting, because DC is not not really known no, for that, it's right? Because they like, but they do do it. Right. Like the Teen Titans used to be in New York. So the oh, yeah, really? so the Titans Tower was on an island in the middle of the East River between you know New oh. York and and uh, what's it called and uh, Long Island, and then yeah, and then in the 2000s Teen Titans, they had a Titans Tower out in the San Francisco Bay, which is also a real city. But a lot of your right. characters didn't live in real cities, but every so often they did. So you had a Metropolis, you have a Gotham, and you have a New York City, right. and they're all supposed to be the same place. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So there were these characters, and they went to Detroit, and that's where the new Justice League, and it was a lot small, you know, a lot weaker of a group, I guess. But the idea was that Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and Flash all got so busy doing their own things that they didn't have enough time to be in the Justice League. So it's like Aquaman kicked everybody out, of, and he started this smaller league with all these B, you know, C, D level heroes, and and then. Um, then actually, he ended up leaving shortly after that too, <laughs> and then that ran for about two years, and then it, that Justice League died. I know that I, I didn't even need to tell you about all that, other than the fact that that's when you stopped having your big league people because you had your Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman guys for 
from like 1959 to like 1984. So you're talking about like 24 years of your biggest characters, and then it became a bunch of everybody else. And then for the next, uh, I don't know, close to 10 years, it became like everybody else because they rebooted after the crisis and after this series called Legends. They had the Justice League International, which had a bunch of characters that were not your big characters, but you might have one or two big characters. Like you might have uh, Superman and Wonder Woman and then a bunch of people you don't know. And there are these characters like Fire, Ice, Blue Beetle, Rocket Red, uh, Booster Gold. Um, who else? Um, Dr. Light was on it. And then Power, uh, Captain Adam, Power Girl was there for a while. So do you, you know any of these people? Yes, I oh, do know okay. some of them. That's yeah. good. So they yeah. had a lot of those things. So that was the Justice League and then Justice League International, and then Justice League America, and then they had the Justice League Europe and Justice League Task Force. All that's through the 90s and stuff. And then when they first started that Justice League series, it was kind of more of a humorous comic. So some people loved it and some people hated it. So all that happened until like the mid-90s, and then they canceled that series. And then they started it up with all the big guns again in JLA. And then from then on, it was more like it was back in the day. <clears throat> so when they premiered this series called Justice League Generation Lost, you're getting all these guys who used to be on that, that lower grade team all getting back together. So it's kind of cool because okay. that's like when I wrote It's All the Band Back Together. They brought all these... Right, so it was a continuation of that story, or is it a reboot? No, it was a continuation of the old story, but it's like, where are these guys now? So it's like, these guys used to hang out in the 90s, and, you know, from like 87 to like 92 or so, or even longer, and now here they're getting back together, you know, in 2010. But, of course, your real years aren't the same, so it's maybe like five years later. Right. So, right. Yeah. you're getting character. Uh, There's a character named Maxwell Lord who was like a millionaire who kind of put together that Justice League International years ago. <coughs> but he had like this mind control power that made him uh, – He'd have like nosebleeds like Eleven in Stranger Things whenever he's contro <laughs> controlling your mind. Or any other person who had mind yeah, control powers. Of, yeah, like uh, in Firestarter <laughs> and stuff. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so then in the mid-2000s, he came, became like pretty evil and he killed the Blue Beetle from Justice League International. And he created these things. There's these things called Omax that are like these robot army and they were like taking over in this whole thing and he was going to do all this crazy stuff and then wonder woman ended up killing him because he like mind controlled superman so superman wonder woman fought and then she ended up just snapping this wow. guy's neck <laughs> sorry i'm going to go into a couple side things then there was this <laughs> thing called blackest night where all the dead kind of rised like zombies and then they were able to defeat all them. And then at the end of it, there was 12 people who were resurrected. And some good, some bad. Like Aquaman and Hawkman came back from the dead. 
but so did like the Reverse Flash and Captain Boomerang and Maxwell Lord, who are like bad guys. So Maxwell Lord comes back to life, and like the first thing he does is get some kind of super machine and uses his mind control powers, and he makes everybody forget that he ever existed. So that to what end? Oh, to give himself a clean yeah, slate. Yeah, kind of to give himself a clean slate. And but the thing is, only a few people remembered that he existed, and they were like the old Justice League people. So it's Booster Gold and Fire and Ice and Captain Adam remembered him because they were in a certain room when it happened. And yeah, like where he was uh, broadcasting, so it didn't happen where it was. And then he got away, and then he was in control of this company, uh, this uh, uh, organization called Checkmate, which was kind of like uh, it's like Shield, <clears throat> but with chess terms. Like your lead guys, like the White King, and then there's the white, the Black King, and the White Queen, and the Black Queen, and and there's things like that. No, that would not fly in regular. You know. Oh, because his wife. <laughs> So, so he got involved in that, and then he did this, these tricks and stuff. And you know, the 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 four the four people from the Justice League International are like Maxwell Lord's out there, and he's doing all these bad things and causing all this trouble. And like Superman, Batman are like, "Who the hell are you talking about?" And they're like, "What?" And and there's all these little adventures, and they find the new Blue Beetle, who's a guy named Jaime Reyes. And and there's a new Rocket Red. Who is the old Blue Beetle? Because I thought that was I. I think that's the only Blue Beetle uh, I know. The old Blue Beetle Blue Beetle was a guy named Ted Cord, and he's kind of like a, a, a tech savvy Batmany guy. Oh, gotcha. I'll have to show you more about him. Right, because the only Blue Beetle I know is. Oh yeah, yeah. So there was a Blue Beetle before him. I didn't yeah, know that. there's a. <laughs> do you remember the Batman Brave and the Bold cartoon? I do. I like that cartoon. Yeah, there's, and there's several episodes with the Jaime Reyes Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. There's one yeah. where they talk about um, the old Blue Beetle and how he died. Oh, I didn't. So if you could. Oh, I don't remember that. If you could that. ever find that one, you can kind of see who Ted Cord is. Right, because that's how I got to know the Blue Beetle was primarily through um, Black Batman, Bold and the Brave. Right, right. And then later he's in. Uh, 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 Young Justice. Oh, but you haven't watched that yet, have right. you? No, I haven't oh, watched yeah, Young Justice. Really good. But even even in Teen Titans, it's Jaime. Um, what's his name? Reyes. There yeah, you yeah. Go. So, um, <clears throat> um, there's the older Blue Beetle. He got shot by Maxwell Lord. So. This is after that, and what? So they what happens is Jaime joins the team, and there's a new guy called Rocket Red, and these are like Iron Man versions from the Soviet Union. They're guys in suits, and one of them was on the old team. So they're like, "Hey, look at this! We're like six people. It's almost like Justice League International." They're like, "Wow, it is," and that's kind of how it is. And then they're fighting these Maxwell Lord when nobody believes he's there. And I'm just bogging down a lot of continuity, but all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of funny because they're just trying to stop him while he keeps causing more trouble. And it was all just a, a ploy so that Checkmate would become uh, discredited under like the United Nations equivalent. And then he'd find a way to take over it. 
And he did that and also tried to take over the Omax again. And his whole big thing was to then go out and kill Wonder Woman in revenge for killing him years before. Before he came back to life. <laughs> but the funny thing, too, is is I don't know if he planned it or not, but everybody forgot who Wonder Woman was. So oh. he's sitting there, he's like, let's look for Wonder Woman. And everybody's like, we don't know who you're talking about. And he's like, what do you mean nobody knows who he's talking about? It? And then all the 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 Justice League International guys, the four that remembered who Maxwell Lord was, they were talking about Wonder Woman and like Blue Beetle and Rocket Red. They're like, who's that? Is that a new girl? And they're like, what do you mean you don't know who Wonder Woman is? And they're talking to the Fire and Ice. They're like, you know who Wonder Woman is? They're like, yeah, the Amazon. And, you know, she's like 6'2 and kicks your ass. And then he's <laughs> like, okay, they remember who she is. <laughs> and then there's later parts when they actually find her and the like the news reports are like, these monsters are, or the these Omax are fighting some new dark-haired superhero girl. And it's like, what? So it was some weird thing. So... That was kind of his whole point was to try to kill her, and he made this uh, big Omac to try to do it, and it was kind of a cool story. And you know, they ended up defeating him and everything. Right, but, as you do. Yeah, and then at the end of it, I felt like it ended too much on a little. I mean, it, it kind of wrapped up. And the problems with most comic book stories, especially like longer ones, is it's like there's all this buildup. You know, if it's a six issue series, it's like there's all this buildup. And now you're in episode issue six, and you're like, how are they going to end this in one issue? And, exactly. and they ended in like four pages. And you're like, wait, that's so cheap. Right, right. They can't land yeah, the plane appropriately. It's so fast. That is my own, com that's my one complaint about Orville is. Um, they have these really neat and complex things that they're talking about, usually moral issues, which is great. Um, but when it comes to the ending, they end it so fast that, like, if you actually put any thought to the ending, like, uh, that was actually a terrible ending. Because now all these people, like, for example, they visited a planet that was... Um, a complete it was an it was an evolved planet planet but the entire planet was a complete and perfect um uh democracy like it was a pure democracy and so all morality and all judgments were based off of voting and popular mm. opinion so everybody had these pins of like of one vote up or one vote down if you got so many votes down then you would get lobotomized because you were you were messing with society or whatever oh wow uh and yeah, right. And so their solution was to take one person from that society and show them that uh, um, that just that all right, you now know uh, as a singular person that uh, there's something true that the masses don't believe. So the masses the masses aren't creating truth and reality because here is something you know that extraterrestrials exist and that's a true thing, um, and yet. No, but not, you would not get a majority rule on that in your on your planet. And so they sent her back into her planet to live it out. And that was the way they closed it out. Like they're like, oh, this one girl has this illuminating experience of something beyond. The problem is since she still lives in a pure democracy, if she were to ever speak that out, she would be lobotomized or killed because, yeah. you know, obviously it goes against the popular culture and it is an entire planet that is a running pure democracy, not just um, 
not just a majority of people, but a literal entire planet. So, yeah, if you gave it too much thought, you realize that they sent that lady back into basically a doom. Right. Yeah. Oof. And the rest of her family to doom. Doom, doom for everybody. Doom for you. Doom for doom you. For your cow. Doom for your cow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lisa's asking you to come to bed, so I'm going to say, wrap it oh, okay. up now. <laughs> let's, let's, We're uh... wrapping up now. Alright. Um, Let me know when you're ready to stop recording and we'll get it. Oh, but one of the things I thought were kind of cheap with the end of the, the story, it's a 24 issue series, so it, it came That's out pretty long. That's twice pretty long a month series. for a year. So nice. it was a kind of cool story. You know, and there's parts where it's just like they're just padding it, but it was, it was still enjoyable. But what's funny you know and i've been reading it you know on and off with other books for you know months but you know since before the summer but um the thing is at the end it kind of said hey get ready for the new justice league international series coming up and i was like whoa i don't remember another series and then they did have another series like three or four months later but it was after the new 52 reboot so that and, and I read already that that was only twelve issues in an annual, so that was actually a decent series too. But and yeah, it had most of the same cool. characters, but it was a it was in a new continuity after retcon right. and reboot. So, but yeah, that's Neil's corner. Justice League Generation Lost, not too bad. <laughs> well, there you go. But, all right. Look. All right. You want to stop recording? Yeah, so I'm going to hit stop. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like our first bonus episode is in the bag. I'm not sure if I'm calling this a bonus episode or a sloppy second. I'm probably calling it sloppy seconds. But I hope you enjoyed it and some of the stuff that uh, doesn't get put in the podcast. As you can see, there's a lot of stuff that we edit out and things that kind of go along. And we're like, eh, we probably shouldn't put that in there. Eh, that banter was a little bit long. And sometimes we just chat on the phone. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and we're looking forward to recording something brand new for you next week. All right. God bless you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.